Hello and welcome to a quick disclaimer of an introduction. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and you are listening to University Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. It's been one week and one day since Sam and myself first listened to the new album Unlimited Love and it's been a week since we recorded our initial thoughts on it. The disclaimer being that my thoughts and feelings have changed over the course of that week. As of Sam's, we talk in the episode that it takes a little bit of time for music to grow on me. It works quicker for Sam. Uh, we both loved the album when we first heard it. It has grown on me even further. I've seen a lot of stuff on social media, people saying similar things and that the feelings about the album are, are changing and evolving. That certainly happened with my, myself and Sam. So this episode acts only as a time capsule for that, that moment when uh, we'd first listened to the album, came back together the next day and recorded this episode about it. We will undoubtedly record another episode about how we're feeling about the songs on the new album in a few weeks' time, I would imagine. And, yeah, <laughs> I bet a couple of weeks after, we'll feel differently again. But as time goes on, you know, the thoughts and feelings start to settle down. We also talk about the live performances that we'd seen up until that point. And I do say that I'm not sure at that point whether John was reaching the musical heights that we'd previously seen him aspire to. And uh, then he goes on uh, Howard Stern <laughs> a few days later, absolutely shreds it. Plays like the man that we know and love. He's back, baby. Um, should never have doubted you, John. My apologies. During the episode, I say that I think it's sat on a 7.8 for me at that time, one day after first listening to it. That's risen now. It sits comfortably in the mid-8s, I think, for me at the moment. Sam was on an 8, and he's gone up. I can't vouch for what he's on now, but no doubt he'll, uh, he'll tell you at some stage. So, hope you enjoy the episode. It's a Blue Peter buried in the ground time capsule of an episode. Dig it up in 50 years, but, but do listen to it now. Don't wait 50 years. All right, let's go. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.rhcp.ul Oh my word, that must be Sam Townsend from Sam Townsend Music, Red Hot Chili Peppers dot unlimited love. Yes, indeed, we are recording on the Saturday after, that the sound of the police, we are recording on the Saturday after the official release of Unlimited Love. Yes, just yesterday. Just yesterday, we came together, I put on a pair of funny trousers and a pirate's bandana. Not forgetting the novelty slippers. Indeed, and we listened to Unlimited Love together, didn't we? Twice. We had not Two times. three times, no, three, three times. times. Yeah. Christ. We had, must have been drunk. We had made a bond, a pact, if you will. Yes. That we wouldn't listen to the leaks as we wanted to listen to it together, and Friday was the first time we could be together. So we went in pure, pure as the driven snow. We'd obviously heard Black Summer and the two other unsingle singles. Poster Child and Not the One. Indeed. And then, of course, a new single officially was released. These are the ways. And then we listened to that fantastic album. Now, we are going to do a general thoughts on the album episode. We're not going to do our full deep dive into breaking the songs down 
uh, in great detail. We've been lucky enough to have uh, some notes in from Aidan on an overview of the album. We've had Jack breaking down the, drum, the drums in the songs. Yes. So we can... Uh, Jack Johnson, Thank our drum ambassador. So that's the bass and drum ambassadors for information and uh, how to look at their work. The links are in the show notes. They are indeed. And we should also mention, as you mentioned, Deep Dives. We are a proud member of the Deep Dive podcast network we are that's at deep dive pod net on twitter check it out fantastic content from all the guys lots and lots of podcasts that are looking at lots of different bands lots of different music there is something there for absolutely everyone i think you'll agree sam absolutely everyone absolutely everyone absolutely everyone absolutely and also we have an ambassador program of course so write in to uh, ben townsend music at hotmail.com Yes. Request to become an ambassador, and we will send you a free badge anywhere in the world. Anywhere at all. If you think, oh, but I'm in Kathmandu, that doesn't matter. In fact, you know, in fact, we urge all of our Kathmandurian listeners. We've got an open position in Kathmandu. We certainly have, Sam. So please come and join the the program. There are wonderful benefits. Please, we beg of you. Uh, not to mention the AGM, which is always fantastic. Oh, you, last year you, you only told me about the AGM after it happened, and you went, and I didn't go. I know. That was it, ridiculous. It was fantastic. We had a wonderful time. Missed the AGM of my own podcast. <laughs> well, it's mine, really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just, just do some GC while I have a map. Okay, well, I'll do my sponsor, get it out of the way early, because I want to get it drunk. I am drinking a can of Jungle Trip New England Pale Ale. Uh, I've not tried it before, so here we go. Down the hatch, and wow, that's different to the one I was drinking previously. Which was a basic shake. A basic shake from Brewdog. Very, very nice. Mm. This one, earthy. Really? Mouthfeel tender. Yeah. Well, uh, overall taste. Gross. <laughs> no, medium. Medium. Okay, it's a medium. <laughs> so, Sam, let's have your initial thoughts oh my on God, Unlimited me in Love, the shall we? I absolutely, I am. Right, we listened to it last night, as you said. I've since been listening to it in the car. We've watched some of the live performances from the Fonda. Well, let's touch on those, actually, because I think they are very, very promising. Uh, they sound fantastic. The Swan sounds better than I could have hoped for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm just, I'm thrilled. Here I am in a state of 100% thrilldom. I don't think we've seen John fully release. No, yet. I agree with you. Uh, maybe that's because of the nature of the performance. Maybe once he's in, you know, in front of thousands and thousands of people, he'll he'll release a bit more. He seems a touch subdued, reserved, if you will. He seems perhaps a touch like there's more to come do from, you think, from the guitar playing. Do you, yes. Do you think that things will improve as his hair gets longer? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I've said absolutely at least seven times this episode <laughs> so far. Yes, the length, of, the, the quality of his playing is directly related. It's coral, there's a correlation between the length of his hair and the quality of his playing. Yes, and at the moment his hair is medium Med- length. Medi length. But his playing is actually, I think, outperforming the length of his hair. I think you're right. But I, I think as they, as they continue to tour, as they continue to play, yes. I think he's going to... As you know, he he's, he's on that journey, yeah, as, as he rediscovers those chops. And as he rediscovers perhaps his blue cowboy shirt. Yeah, his grey slacks. I think that will help. <laughs> yeah, his grey slacks and when he does that face like Alan Partridge when he sings Maybe. I mean, what we are missing so far is just some of that pure John Fashanto falsetto. Yeah, we are. We are. We are. We are. He seems to be slightly lower in the mix, both uh, vocally and guitarally. Well, he was asking for himself to be raised in the mix at points, but yeah, yeah he's he's been afflicted by well, a touch. That, this of... is just this is just really one one performance that we've seen. Yeah. Plus the Kimmel. 
And the Fallon. Oh, 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 oh. The Fallon yeah, I mean, what a rooftop performance! Chad Smith, Chad the Myth Smith. Wow, Drumbuster. Just wonderful. just a, just a moment. Uh, obviously, this is the first time that we've recorded since the sad loss of Taylor Hawkins, and um, yeah, we're big Foo Fighters fans as well. And that incredibly talented man is going to be sorely missed. Yes, very very sad news. And yeah, nice to see Chad. Then he's had the tattoo. He's had the tattoo as well. Yes. Uh, a hawk tattoo, I believe. Yes. So, let's have a look at what Aidan had to say about the al- album, shall we? And then we'll say what we've got to say about the album. How does that strike you? Yeah, it strikes me good. You looked confused then. It's all right, I was just thinking. Right, okay. I can't, I can, I, I, when I'm thinking deep, mm. you know, it takes a lot out of me. Deep dive pod net. Dot net. At, exactly. at Twitter. 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 Twitter.com. Aidan, the bass ambassador, says about the new album... It's been a busy couple of days at the Universally Speaking Podcast Base Embassy, USPBE, and these are notes from the USPBE. Sent directly from the USPBE. We received them via carrier pigeon. We did. We did. Very rare that people send stuff by carrier pigeon now, but Aidan is clearly an enthusiast. He's a man of uh, traditional values. He certainly is. And pigeons. As I've been frantically... (laughs) Aidan says, it's been a busy couple of days at the Universally Speaking Podcast Embassy, USPBE. As I've been frantically transcribing and filming bass lines to six of the new songs and uploading them to my YouTube channel. I mean, that is crazy. And we should, we should say, we've, we've said before, but Aiden's videos are, are first rate. Yeah, link, there's a link to his website below. So I'm sure from there you can, um, you can find where you need to go. Stunning videos. Uh, really, really talented. Quality playing. I said to Anna yesterday, you know, this bass line, the bass line for Aquatic Mouth Darts, for yeah. example. Yeah, yeah. Hectic as hell. And I said, when Aidan plays it, I guarantee you he'll just be sat there making it look like it's a walk in the park. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you can see he's, 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 he's digging it, getting into it. He's working hard. But he, he just makes everything look so effortless. Well done. Yes, well done, Aidan. And Aidan says, uh, this me- he's, he's done those six videos. This means I currently have a disjointed look of the album and six of the tracks in close detail and only having had the chance to listen to the others a handful of times. Mm. Firstly, this is my favourite Chili's album since By The Way. We'll get into how we feel about that, I'm sure. Oof, I mean, yes. With an overall sense of freedom that is immediately engaging. The band sound like they're only trying to please themselves and let the songs develop without feeling the need to chuck in a hook or stick in an extra guitar solo just to please the audience. Mm. It is a little too long by a couple of tracks in my opinion, and in mine, and pruning a couple of songs from the last half of the album would have made it a release with more punch. But in the days of streaming, this isn't as much of an issue as it was on Stadium Arcadium. The sense of freedom also comes from the overall production and arrangement of the tracks. Next time you listen to it, play Spot the Overdub. There really isn't as much as you would expect. No, well, that's what you, you said that last night. Yeah, it does feel That was one of your first back. reactions. It was. I reacted as soon as I heard. Huge reaction. <laughs> it, it, you turned to me and you reacted yeah. in a way which told me that you didn't think there was many overdubs. Absolutely, Sam, I did. Oh, God, I've got to stop saying that. <laughs> ah. <laughs> the majority of the album is the sound of four men clearly loving being back in the same room together for the first time in ten years. The rejoining of Frusciante seems to have unlocked something within Flea. His bass lines have a longer stream of thought to them, taking more risks and using much less repetition than before. Perhaps this is because he just has more trust in John as a supporting member. Or maybe it's because it's an artistic decision taken by the band. But there's a level of inventiveness here that might be even higher than usual. That's what I said last night. Well, I didn't say that, but I did say... Word to for you- word, you said that. And when <laughs> Aidan sent this through, I was stunned. I, I stunned. I, I did say to you on a couple of occasions that I felt that Flea deserved special credit. It's Flea's album. I think he's reached new heights, as Aidan says. Some moments are really technically challenging too. A couple of the licks in Aquatic Mouth Dance were a real bugger to play. 
he's definitely not slowing down as he approaches his 60s. No. One last thought. Thank God for the mix and production on this by Roy Hugh. Ryan Hewitt, of course. Yeah. The threat of an, over, the threat of an over-compressed album, brick wall to the point of digital distortion when Ruben involved is, is a real one, but this is a joy to listen to. Flea has mentioned that no computers were used in the mastering of the record, that it was direct from tape like the old days. This has truly worked wonders. I can't wait to listen to the album on vinyl. The snare sound is a joy to behold in itself. As ever, thank you for asking me to contribute. Contribute? Contribute. Your podcast has really helped me reignite my love for the band, and, it, and to be invited on is a real honour. No problem, Aidan. We, uh, we treasure your thoughts and notes. And we'll also give Black Star Records a shout-out. Go uh, on, then. Black Star Records! Yeah, check, check that out. Black Star Records are also in the show notes. That's where we buy all of our vinyl products. It is, yes. And uh, we've, we've been there on several occasions. It's a, it's a treasure trove for the vinylist, I would say. If you're a vinylist or a vinyl enthusiast, yes. get onto Black Star Records. Get in. Yeah, get in, get, get on. Get on it. Yeah. Get in there. <laughs> so, let's have a quick think about our overall thoughts of the album, Sam. Do you want to go first or do you want to go second? I'll go first. I am delighted. I am genuinely delighted. Mm. First listen last night, I, I kept on repeating the same words. I enjoyed that. That was a good track. Yes, you did. Um, and, and actually, upon further inspection this morning, it's, it, for me, at the moment, it stands at a really solid 8 out of 10. It may go higher, but I don't think it'll go lower. It won't dip, it may rise. Because my, in my you know, experience, mm. these songs grow on me yes. much more than they will decrease. Mm. Uh, Shrink. If those two things are, mm. in fact... Uh, the same way of measuring something. I'm similar to yourself. It takes me a while. It takes you longer than me, I think. Yeah, I think it does. In fact, listening to new music is sometimes a bit of a challenge because things grow on me. Yes. Things grow on me. And so right now, I'm at a maybe a 7.8. Okay, so, you're below, so I like it way more than you. Yeah, you do. There's a massive disparity between our marks. Mm. It is, as uh, has been touched upon, I think it is probably at the moment pushing for my favourite album since By The Way. I do have a real kind of spot in my heart for I'm With You. A soft spot, if you will. Yeah, a soft spot for I'm With You. <laughs> yeah. It's right up there, <laughs> okay. the new album, Unlimited Love. It's right up there. I do love the, the kind of aesthetic the oral aesthetic of it with the kind of more stripped back sound. Yes. Less overdubs. It's not the... When John's coming back, you could be forgiven for thinking you're going to get something more akin to Stadium Arcadium. Mm. You might be thinking that there might be more bleepy bloopy influence. Now, yeah, there well, is not too much bleepy bloopy influence. Yes. But it does happen at one point in one song, which, which we'll I know to. you love. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I think John, John has stripped himself back. Yeah. This well, is not the John Fashante of Stadium Arcadia. No, 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 no. Well, the question is... Will he return? But Probably not. No, probably not. The question is, is he on that journey again that he went through when he joined the band and they recorded Californication? Because he's not playing in the way that we have seen him play previously he's during, the sta- during the stadium era when he was probably at the kind of height of his technical powers. He's not, but the Swan, uh, in the Zane Lowe interview, the Swan said that he thought that John had been playing for about a year hmm. before 
he, okay. um, he rejoined. Okay. He's n- and he he would have been playing throughout the time he was out of the band. On and off. He did say that he had been playing the guitar. But yeah. Certainly not to, not to the you know, level or frequency that he would if he was in the band. When he dedicated himself during that period, say 20 years ago, to yeah. just being a pure student of the guitar. And Flea, obviously, we've talked about how influential he is on this album. The yes. Swan is, as we expected, in good voice on the album. Yeah. The concern was, what would his voice be like in the live environment? I'll tell you what, when they played Can't Stop uh, at the Fonda, that sounded absolutely awesome. Yeah. I, I when mean, they played Give It Away, I thought he sounded great. There are a couple of bits and pieces where you kind of question at the at the Fonda, he didn't sing the chorus of Black Summer so well when he did it on Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, you, you're always going to get he, he sang bits it great. and pieces. You, he sang you, it great. You're always going to get that no matter who you are. Yeah, so I think the Swan's really good. Lyrically, I, I quite like this album. There's nothing yeah. that hugely stands out to me at this point. Maybe the, um, the chorus of One Way Traffic, conceivably. <laughs> <laughs> it does make me want to drive my car. But what I should just say is Glockenspiel. Indeed. Now, why are you saying Glockenspiel? Well, that will become clear. Fine. There is something that I do need to say. Oh, sure. Chocolate oranges are available from Rawlinson's. They are. And please, head on down. To Rawlinson's. To Rawlinson's. And get yourself a pack. Treat yourself to a chocolate orange. A pack of chocolate oranges. oranges. Yes. Wow. <laughs> really push the boat out. Get a 10-pack. And, of course, Smith Smith is Ugh, working oh yeah. very, very hard. Superb stuff. And we're lucky enough to have Jack's drum notes, which we'll have a look at as well as we go through. Yeah. Chad is just a beast. He's just so good. It's a pleasure to listen to all of them. But to watch Chad live is oh, something yeah. to behold. That was something else when he was on the roof. He is incredible. I, I said to you, I think he's getting stronger yeah. and bigger. I th- we have discussed that we thought there was a period where he wasn't hitting the drum so hard. Mate. It's, you know, wind that lad up and watch him go. Oh, my God, he hits him so hard. It's, I would not want to be spanked by Chad Smith. I think I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are certain situations where I think it would be... It'd be quite fun. Mm, a damn good spanking from, <laughs> from the minutes. <laughs> okay, shall we crack on? We're going to listen to Black Summer first. I think we're going to um, break this up into blocks of uh, as it is done on the vinyl. Yes. Because, frankly, I don't have the time to do an episode where I drop 17 different songs in. So, nor do I. Nor does Sam. God bless him. So what I think I'll do is I'll probably crossfade the tracks and then we'll talk about four that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. you were going to say you were going to just crossfade, crossfade the, tracks, the tracks and do something with about four or something. Crossfade the tracks, do the chat. Yeah, cool. Let's crack on then. Black Summer.
censorship Riding on a headless horse to make the trip I was brave and I loved my cuz She was waving that dope man up as we come out of black summer a darkly a darkly out of black summer i just want to talk about the visual aesthetic of the album quickly and also the visual aesthetic of some of the stage setups we've seen uh, on youtube since the release of the album i'm really i think this is the greatest cover to a red hot chili peppers album since blood sugar agreed and i cannot wait to see the stage setup when we go and see them live. Yeah, and what I, what I would just like to say is if any of our listeners are neon sign specialists... Yes, indeed. ...and would like to create us an unlimited love neon sign, please do contact us via email and we'll give you our details to send it in. And we also want you to pay for the electricity to charge it now that all the prices have gone up. I didn't, well, I won't put it on. Okay. <laughs> Actually, if one listener can make us a neon sign and somebody else can pay to Someone run it. Someone else can finance uh, our, our, our bills. Our, our utility is. bills. That's the word I was looking for, Ben. Thank you very much. No problem. So, Black Summer. Yes. We have done an episode on this, so we're not going to talk about it in too much depth. I still think it's a beautiful album opener yep. with that wonderful, uh, lovely guitar line and with the bass joining. Yes. 
I would agree with you. I, I, I very much feel as if this song is an old friend now. In this journey of discovery that we've undertaken in the last 24 hours, being able to go back to Black Summer yeah. feels nice. And, yeah. and I have to say, I think it's, it's got the best guitar solo on, on the album. I can't see that there, there was a better choice for no, lead single. No, no I, I, I'm inclined to agree. The other two choices for the promotional tracks were, outlandish. were extremely dubious, but but that as a lead single is is fantastic. Yes, it's a safe choice, as you say, but it's a great song. It's a great opener, and yeah, I, I like it more now than I did when we did the um, did the episode on it, and I and I liked it then. Yeah, it's a, it is a great song, and it does it feels like a cherished companion. I still feel it loses a little bit of punch and drive as. <laughs> You're going to say Punch and Judy. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of Punch and Judy. A little bit of Punch and Drive as John switches to that outro lead end. line. Yeah, I agree. You picked up on that straight away. Yeah. And um, actually, I agree with you. It's a shame, but, it, you know. But that's, that's, that is what, you know, there, minor, there aren't that many overdubs. That could have been overdubbed. Could have been overdubbed. And they've chosen not to. And it does drop off slightly. But that also, in the live arena... With one guitar, yes, exactly. That's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to get. So what they're saying is, this is what you're going to get. Get used to it. Now, Jack, Black Summer, JJ, our drummer, our wonderful drum ambassador. I've seen quite a lot of people online call the drums in this song boring and heavily compare the beat to the one on Californication. Interesting. Okay. Both okay. of these things aren't true. For starters, the majority of songs played on the ride cymbal, which is really, really unusual for Chad. Yeah. There's only a handful of songs I can think of where he uses the ride throughout. I can see the similarities to Cali. But this beat is very simplified and a lot less subtle. The chorus beat is pretty much exactly the same as the verses, but with added tambourine in the right ear. Nice bit of solid, nice, uh, solid snare rolls leading into each chorus too. Chad really keeps it moving on this. Nothing too special, nothing too flashy. Nice and solid for the opening song on the first single. Lovely stuff. Exactly. That was Jack saying lovely stuff about Chad, not me saying lovely stuff about Jack's notes. But I will say this about Jack's notes. <laughs> lovely stuff. Yes. Thank you, Jack. Um, I, I agree. Nothing too special, nothing too fancy. Do does what's right for the song. Does the job. Meat and potatoes. It doesn't does just do the job. No, do better it than that. It enhances the song. Yes, it enhances the song. Because it's right for the song. Yeah, and when I said meat and potatoes, I didn't mean that. No, no. Caviar. <laughs> yes, if you will. I will and in I will. Tube. Yeah, a tube of caviar. <laughs> does it come in a tube? Yes, I've, I've eaten caviar out of a tube. Really? Yeah. You're is such it... a high flyer. No, no, it's the only time I've ever eaten caviar. Directly out of the tube? Like, I cream I no, you the cheese to... spread out of the tube? Yeah, that's the sort of tube it is. It was Swedish caviar. It was when I was at uni. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> they were at uni eating <laughs> caviar, <laughs> yeah. drinking no, liquid I, gold. I met a, Swede, a Swedish. We'd God, that would be hot. That would burn your esophagus. Liquid gold. Well, maybe not. Let it cool off. It would go solid again. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> You'd have to eat it. <laughs> True. Um, and yeah, caviar, not, presumably not. We've spoken about this, I'm sure. No, on, no, no, we've never talked about this. Are you sure? No. Okay, well, it came out of a tube and it was caviar. I can't remember whether it was nice, probably not. Here he is, old little Lord Fauntleroy. Uh, old caviar Mater, boy. mater, br- please bring me my caviar. I'm at <laughs> university. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking liquid gold, mater. Yeah. Lovely. Okay. They say they say when you're at uni, you know, you're broke. Yeah. Not me, mate. Absolutely skinned. I was, I was living on caviar and champagne. Brilliant. Right, so is that enough about Black Summer? Yes, great. it's a bloody good song, a great opener, and we'll talk more about how it sort of sits in the overall landscape of the album. It sits first. Yeah, um, as we move on. But um, that's it. <laughs>
Well, as we come funkily out of Here Ever After, what's your thoughts on the fact that you can sing Throw Away Your Television to to this? I know that you're going to... You are on several occasions this afternoon. You are going to point out that some of these songs have aspects that resemble other songs from the past. I'm not going to harp on about it, though. Well, I hope you don't, because that... You don't say it in a negative way. You don't mean it as a negative. No. No, it's, I, I don't mean it in a negative. Okay, but, well, in that case, you can say but, it. Yeah, okay, thanks. But I think if a song sounds like Throw Away Your Television, I you think should. I'm allowed to say that. No, you are allowed. Yeah. Look, there's no... I'm not the thought police. You're not, you're not the arbiter. You're not the jazz police by Leonard Cohen or the mind cops by John Frusciante, are no, you? Well, no, I'm not. And I wouldn't claim to be. Let's. That but, said... Yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind. It doesn't bother me. It does not bother me. No, I mean, I'm over it. You're the one going on about it. No, no, the, the fact that it sounds like another song. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, but, look at you going on about no, it. Well, you asked me, how does it make me feel? Yeah. I'm telling you. Fine. How, how does it make you feel? Right, let, let, me, let me just flip this over. Okay. What's your name? Ben. Stop going on about it. <laughs> <laughs> Here ever after. What a big bruiser of a drum sound, says Jack. These toms sound huge, and they do. That's right. Uh, huge, and the, the intro is slightly ominous with John's uh, guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's driving, it's ominous, and then when the song starts, it's all, you know, it's, it's bright and jolly. Yeah, it is. So, the swan sounds great in the song. Yeah. Anyway. Jack says he's getting big by the way the song vibes, but with yeah. Staley Markadium, the album production. Okay. Chad is pretty much doing the same beat as Black Summer, but substituting the ride for the floor tom and doing his ghost notes on the rack tom. This is stuff that we don't get. No uh, which idea. Is I mean, I know what, I know what it Jack. means, yeah. but there's no way we would ever I would have picked this. up on that. Nice shaker in the left ear during the second verse. I can see Chad having a lot of improvising fun with the outro if they play this song live. Yes, yeah, and that, which I think they will. I think it's a good driving song. The Swan sounds super. It's one of those songs that doesn't necessarily, re- doesn't necessarily release into the chorus. You know. It just keeps the same, uh, the same level. Yeah. But I think the Swan sounds really good when he's singing that She Is The Kind Of Girl. Yeah. You know, repeating chorus. Yeah. Uh, you talk about Throw Away Your Television. Is this song going to end up being a throwaway track? Wow, what a superb use of the word throw. <laughs> um, I, I think long term this is going to be one that I may skip. This, is, this has grown on me, uh, incre- it continues to, to grow on me uh, as I listen to it. On that listen, I preferred it to the previous listen. Yeah, yeah, and, and I don't, uh, in the car I probably won't skip it, actually. No, because I think in the car it worked really well for yeah. the speakers. Big, chunky drum sound. Big, we had it on in the car production. earlier, and at the end of it I said to Anna, that's a good song. Yeah, it's so, got a lovely low rumbling bass as well. Yeah. Uh, really kind of, almost pat badgery from Extreme. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> um, but, <sighs> Yeah, and it, like I say, it's a good it's a good driving song. I love the outro. The outro for me is is one of my favourite parts. I love. I, if I'm not mistaken, there seems to be quite a lot of long outros on this album. Yeah, there is, and we'll um, we'll talk. We'll, we'll delve into more as as we go. But um, yeah, it's it's a it's a good song. Is it is it going to be one of my favourite songs on the album? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Uh, a quick word about the outro as well. That outro solo. I said this last night. First time you listened to it. Uh, it's got that outro solo has a very heavy uh, 20th century vibe from Stadium Arcadium. The album. It, the album. Because it's a solo that repeatedly lands on the same note. 
Also, I did have one other thing to say, but I'd forgotten it now. Oh, yeah, spot the overdub. Uh, there's a second guitar that comes in towards the end of the solo. Yes. Just as John's thrown in those triple T's, a mm. uh, second guitar comes in on the other ear. So, overall, uh, not a bad song. A grower. I think you're yeah. right. It's not going to be, it's not a standout track, but it's a, good, it's a good song. It will sound great in the car as you're driving down, burning down the motorway. Yeah, and I think it leads it leads out of Black Summer quite nicely. Yeah, okay. Um, you know that that sort of opening sound. Yeah, it's good. Good. It's a good good song. Like the way the album's sounding so far. Let's move on. What's Let's next? move into aquatic mouth dance. Uh, you say aquatic now because that's how they pronounce it in the song. Well, I'm going to say so aquatic. Let's not, let's not mess around. Let's not pretend. pretend. Yeah, that's how you say aquatic. Aquatic. <laughs> Okay, as we come dancing out of aquatic mouth dance. Aquatic. Aquatic mouth dance. Aquatic mouth dance. Yes. A quixotic elixir. Yes, of a mouth dance. dance. Of a do mouth you, dance. Do you know what an aquatic mouth dance is? I believe it's a dance that you do with your mouth in the water. Yes. I thought you'd agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's undeniable. Interesting song. What's your thoughts on aquatic mouth dance? Yeah, it's one that um, I liked straight away and I still like it to this day. Very good. Thank you. I think it's okay. It's by no means my favourite song on the album. It's a great, uh, it's a great song to show off Flea's powers. His bass powers ambassador Aiden has done a one of those wonderful bass playthroughs with Tab. Yes, yes, indeed. It's it's an unbelievable bit of bass playing from Flea. Love the line uh, that says, can you spare a pillow for my head and hair? Yes, excellent. Love he also stuff. uses the word... He uses the word expletive, doesn't he? He uses... No, he doesn't. He, <laughs> <laughs> he uses the word spliff. Yeah, oh. Tit. What? Yeah, and fuck. Hang on, I'm looking at the uh, the lyrics here. Oh, maybe he doesn't. Well, let's find out, shall we? Yes. Um, I'll, I'll quickly go through them. You keep going. Yeah. And I'll keep going. And together we'll get through this. It's a lot of lyrics. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. I mean, is it any wonder that the poor old swan forgets the words every now and again? Because he, he, he makes a rod for his own back, doesn't he? In this, in the song we've just listened to, a classic mouth dance, and the song prior to that, Spliff, which is uh, here ever after. There's an awful lot of words, Ben. Tit, tit, found them. Awful lot of words, and then at the end he says, "Oh, should I just fuck it and go?" Fuck, he does. You, all those words were there. I've just yeah, checked. So that's quite rude, isn't mm. it? But not as rude as he's been in the past. Well, rude is. Uh, you know, rude now is rude. Rude is as rude does, Past I suppose. rudeness yeah, is, is, is dulled rude. by the passing of time. So this, at the moment, is the rudest he's ever been. Aquatic mouth dance, says Jack. What a tune. How about the, that flawless snare roll in the intro? That's a straightforward buzz roll. Never fails to sound cool as fuck. Now, Jack's now Christ, says fuck. Christ, swearing. Will Jack say tit and spliff in this? Let's find <laughs> out. The bit is actually just a slower version of Charlie. Interesting stuff, this mm. is. Chad is offsetting the snare hits against Flea's bass accents. It's so funky and danceable. Aquatic mouth danceable. 
27 seconds in, Jax graces us with timestamps. Very early on, very early on, the hi-hat stabs. Chad loves doing these and does them so effortlessly. He's opening the hi-hat with his left foot, hitting the bass drum with his right at the same time. Percussion breakdown, like a tiny version of Hump the Bump. 3.13, Chad switches to the ride cymbal and it gives the song a lift. He stays fair for the outro, but still keeping the same bit. So funky and groovy, classic Chad tit spliff, he says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'd go along with that. So funky, so groovy. Tit spliff. Tit spliff. It's impossible not to, not to move to this. Well, I was just stood next to you and neither of us were moving that much. No. Your I, computer no, doesn't moving. go loud enough. I was moving. I was taking down the... Uh, um... Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Inexplicably, you unplugged your computer and packed away the, the power cord. <laughs> that, that, that was the way it gets me. That's the way it gets me. So into it. I've, this song's making me want to pack away the power cord. <laughs> the synth effects in the last verse... Uh, I, like, Oh, yes. Not so sure about that. But what wonderful kind of jazzy, uh, the horns in there. Yeah. Uh, wonderful yeah. during the outro. I think the, when, having seen it live today, Yes, indeed, indeed. The it, horns do a lot of covering yeah. for that third line of the chorus. Yes. Where the swan is singing that kind of descending line. It's a descending line. He's, and he, we've only seen it once at the, uh, the, at the Fonda. He, uh, overall, the song was, was great. But that is going to be the point where he... I'm not sure there's that much he can do. No, it's Even difficult. if he sings it perfectly, it's losing that element. It's missing Yeah, element. it's difficult. But that's, that's the exposed moment in that song live. But, I, mate, I don't think we'll care when they're playing it. Oh, we'll be there. Well, we're steaming I'll be drunk. there packing away all my leads. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be serving that punch, of course. Yes. Spikes with vodka and... And pain. Spikes with vodka and pain. Well, no, Why no. haven't we spiked it with pleasure? I like, I like pleasure, pleasure spikes, spikes with pain because there's already pleasure in it. The pleasure is the is, is the punch. Is the punch, and we spike it with pain and vodka. Uh, yes, indeed, cool. indeed. We won't be serving that in during the, the performance. When though. are we serving that then? In the pub beforehand? In the in a green space beforehand. Ah. They won't let us take in a table punch and set up a little punch stall in the middle of the general standing area. They would if we paid them one million dollars. <laughs> yeah, but we won't make that on the punch. No, we won't. That's true. <laughs> We're giving it away for free. We want a loser. Eh? <laughs> Okay, I think this song is potentially a little bit long. It doesn't. Yeah. There's no kind of breakout moment. I think there's one too many verses. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with you. Um, but you know, I, I, overall, very, very positive about this one. Yeah, and this has really expanded my touch points of jazz style playing. Um, I now have two: mm. uh, Aquatic Mouth Dance and that scene from Jerry Maguire. Oh, okay, nice. So that that's really good then. So you've you've doubled your touch points. Doubled the touch points. Okay, so let's move on now. Yeah, loved it. To loved it. song number four, not the one. Okay. Well, as we gently volume swell our way out of not the one. Yes. This is certainly uh, a song that, when I heard it in the context of the album, went up a couple of notches in my book. Which put it on notch two. Put it on notch two. Yeah, very funny. Uh, of course, um, Snoop Dogg says yeah, that yeah. too in Starsky and Hutch. That puts you, uh, you just gone, gone up a notch, a notch in my book. Yeah. That puts you on notch one. <laughs> 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 yeah, we're not going to spend a long time on this one. We've done a whole episode about it. Well, I think you are right, though, to say that this song is better in the context of the album than it is as a bloody well promotional song. A bloody well promotional song, yeah, I completely agree. Um, Bizarre I, choice. I, I quite liked it anyway. I love I, the chorus. 
still, I stand by what I said. I love it. I love singing it. I love listening to it. And overall, and they performed it live last night, and they did it really well. Okay. So this one sounded lovely. And as an album song, it's nice. It's a bit of a break from what we've just had, which was all out, you know, pack your leads away funk. Yeah, I mean, that was. <laughs> you packed nothing away during this one, did no, you? No, no, you can't. You can't. Not doing that. So, yeah, I think it's, it's really nice, actually. It's a nice change of pace. Lovely song. I, 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 I think I, I, it's got its place and I like it now. Since I heard that song for the first time, I have been saying it sounds like the Toast of London theme tune at the beginning. Mm. It doesn't. We've just listened to Toast of London theme tune. That was another lie. Yeah, that was in the 2% of lies that we tell per episode. Yes, well, luckily you're being honest about it this time. Yeah, no, I'm fessing up, fronting up. Fronting up to your, your, your own personal shortcomings. About bloody time. Mm, that's what I thought. So, if you want to hear more about Not The One, go and listen to the episode. We, we spout on about it for ages, don't we? Yeah, good song. Nice change of pace. What's next? Next tune is, well, that's the end of the first block. Okay, block one, done. Block one, done. Block two, poo. (laughs) (laughs) Block two isn't poo, it's really good. Hell, we're dancing at the Taco Bell When someone heard a rebel yell I think it was an infidel Had a mountain robber plant with banter of a sycophant And used to buy Ulysses Grant to record at the record plant Islamabad is on the night of Vanna at the riot squad And if you want to be a mod, you'll have to meet me at the quad You got the best of my logo I'll take the rest of your show, folks You got the best of my yoko I'll take the rest of your no-no Parliament's a
Well, as we come childishly out of Poster Child, I'm going to say something that might surprise you. Please do. June! Holy now, shit. Now, you haven't joined me. You haven't joined me. What's your feelings on Poster Child? Oh, we well, have... you, know, you know my... No, I thought I'd just let you have your moment. Go on, then. I, I love it. Yeah. My, my feelings have... My, have my you done a 360? No. No, I'll be that where <laughs> that, I started. That would be pointless. You have to do a 180. Just do a 180. Yeah. It's water tune, and that one did get us moving, despite the fact that this, this garage is now reaching sub-zero temperatures. Oh, come on, it's middle of summer. It's free, but I thinned my blood drastically with booze. Well, that's your own fault. Great, great tune. It's middle of summer. It's fucking 1st of April. 2nd of April. <laughs> yeah, great tune. Again, we've done a full episode on this one, so we'll go and check that out. Right. A masterful line from the swan, but go ahead. Well, I was going to say, it's, it's a funky one again. So we've, we've almost had a funk... A funk, uh, I was going to say funk sandwich, but that's not quite right, is it? Because I don't know, what would be the feeling of a funk aquatic sandwich? Aquatic mouth dance is funky. Yeah. And then poster child is funky. Different ki- types of funky, I'd but say. But in the middle of that, you've got not the one. Well, you've got a quiet sandwich there, because the, the, the funk yeah, is so, the so bread. Yeah, not the one sandwich, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but uh, with funk bread, which I think is, you know, a very... A really tasty bread. Well, it's becoming ever more popular. Certainly Warburton's are doing funk Warburton's bread funk, yes, uh, funk white. Fu- seeded, a seeded funk white. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't seed white, come on. All right, seed, a seeded funk come brown. Come on, mate. Don't you know anything about funky bread? <laughs> Jack says, Jack does. Knows, oh, yeah, he he knows. knows an awful lot about funky bread. And he says, all right, I'll admit it. Chad Smith is a pretty fucking good drummer. Okay, he's had to admit it. The guy is playing 16th notes on the hi-hats for this entire song. And I can hear him playing ghost notes on the snare. So that means he's doing it with one hand. Well, I mean, that is great. That is spotting stuff from an well, he knows. He knows what he's talking about. Another example of great restraint. It's virtually the same, because Jack also said that Not The One was a great example of restraint, but I forgot to read the drum notes for that one. Oh, OK. Uh, another great example of restraint. It's virtually the same beat for the entire song. He's letting the other three fellas paint over the top of it. Mm. And no matter how you feel about the song, again, not their best, but it actually has grown on me. Mm. And I've always liked it. It gets your toe tapping and your head nodding. And I was doing some little exactly. funky dances. Well, this, this goes funky back, bread. I believe, to what I said at the time. Chad's, Chad's limited here. But he, he does throw in a few, you know, extra little bits and pieces throughout the song, which just catch your ear. But overall, as Jack says, he basically sticks to a fairly rigid, uh, you know, rigid beat. And here's he, Jack mentions a couple of those bits to catch the ear. He says, really nice with tambourine in the chorus. Five hits pan to the right. Reminds me of the, the claps in the Can't Stop chorus. A lovely, subtle texture de- detail. And timestamp 125... There's those high stab, high hat stabs again. Funky. Yeah, yeah. No, it, uh, uh, uh. is it yes or no? <laughs> it's both. It's both. <laughs> it's both. It's yo. It's yes and no. And what I will then go on to say is that so far we've had Black Summer tune, Here Ever After, decent tune, Aquatic Mouth Dance tune, Not the One for me a tune, Poster Child tune. Oh, it's not been- the one, of course, was the filling of a funk sandwich. Exactly, and it's been a solid. Start. Yeah, good start. Now, I will just quickly say that I uh, love the outro. I love the solos here. There's some overdubs there, obviously. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. here's a real standout line from The Swan. Really clever line. Go on. Where he says, Steve Miller and Duran Duran, a joker dancing in the sand. So he's combined a couple of things there. Steve Miller Band obviously did the song The Joker. Yes. And Duran Duran did, did the song, the song sand. Yeah, Rio. Her name is Rio and she dances dancing. on the sand. Oh, wonderful. So he's combined. To, ah, well done. 
Well, well on done, Swan. well done, Anthony. And another song with so many words that he, there's no way he can remember them. Absolutely no chance. I mean, this song, this song tops them all. Hmm. This is this is word central. Yeah, so it's, it's almost like a word sandwich. <laughs> but what would be the bread? The a funky bread. No, just a funky bread. Just a funky, a funky seeded, seeded brown. <laughs> no, you, can't, you can't see the white. Don't you know anything about funky bread? <laughs> okay, we're moving on to the second song of Block Two. And imagine what I said about Block Two. Can you guess what I'm going to say about Block Three? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can. Okay, <laughs> we're on to the Great Apes. So as we can tail our monkey business and come out of the Great Apes. Lovely. Sam, you're thinking on the Great Apes. Well, there's a lot to think about here. Yeah, there is. There's a lot to it, it's isn't It's a there? long number. Mm-hmm. I love the verses. I love the pre-chorus. Okay. And I don't mind the chorus. I find that, again, as a result of not wanting to use too many overdubs, the chorus has a very the chorus has a lead guitar line basically playing over it. Yeah. And it loses something that... The, the chorus, to me, sounds slightly empty mm. because John's playing a high part and there's, no, there's nothing there filling it out. Yeah, yeah. That and, for, I mean, for me, lyrically, yeah. the chorus is the poorest part. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, we were saying last night on first listen, without looking at the lyrics, superstars don't do the dishes, whereas actually superstars go do the dishes. Oh, is it? Yeah. Jeez. Well, that has that changed it, your thought, thinking on it? Do you love it now? I mean, I don't love it, but it does change the it changes the meaning. It certainly does. I was thinking, you know, I'm I'm a superstar. I ain't doing the dishes. Yeah. But what now? I'm hearing I'm a superstar. I'm going to go and do the dishes. Or other superstars go and do the dishes. Yeah, bring yourself back down to earth. Yeah, and do the washing up. Some, so, yes, yeah, some washing up. Yeah, but I still, I still, it's, it's still my least favorite part of the song. That said, I love the other parts. I love, I love, I really like the song, the chorus. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll learn to love it. And in the car, I, I, I haven't done it yet, but I can envisage myself. You know, singing away. I think it's a, more of a head nod of that chorus than anything else. It's the return of the Pirate Swan as well on the song and the verses. Yes, yes, it, it is, and that is unwelcome. <laughs> <laughs> and there's some nice single note, um, cleanish dropping, uh, dropping lines from John. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, the DS2 is there. That kind of, I'm presuming it's DS2 because it's got that really empty distortion sound, which is. It's not always my favourite. It has its place. Yes. Whether it, whether it's the perfect sound for this particular chessboard... I think it is. ...is up for debate at the moment for me. I like the ending. There's that kind of walking style from Flea. Yeah, yeah. It's a song of... It's a hit and miss song for me. Actually, it's probably, of all the songs we've listened to so far, it might be my least favourite one. Oh, OK. Well, I prefer, I prefer this song uh, being The Great Apes. Mm. To here ever after, okay. So, and I do, I do really like it actually. I just, I just find the chorus. It's going to take a little bit of getting used to. It. It's a little bit. It's a, actually, it's a little bit lyrically clunky. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, overall, I, I really like this. Song. I think the, I'm not sure of the melody of the chorus. Mm. But that would be okay, you see. If it was, um, what, are the, what are the words? Can you can you just refer? Uh, 
All My Love and Half My yeah, Kiss. Yeah, so All My Love and Half My Kiss, Superstar Don't Do the Dish, you see, that would be easier to sing. All My Love and Half My Kiss, Superstar Don't Do the Dish. Yeah, it wouldn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, but it's harder to deliver when you're saying, All of My Love and Half My Kisses, Superstar Go Do the Dishes. Yeah, I suppose. It's, it's more difficult. It's a challenge. Yeah, just check just check that what you were saying was actually the right words. Well, it doesn't while, matter. I, while I read I've Jack's. done it. He's done it. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. Jack says, another misplaced snare beat from Chad. The snare hits are in the same place as Aquatic Mouth Dance, but this time the kick placements make it feel like this beat is falling over itself, sort of matching Flea's rolling bass line. 108, classic Chad snare roll, very SA production. That snare is slapping you in the face. And that is legal. Yeah, that is legal. The beat straightens up for the chorus, giving the song that power that the chorus deserves. Chad is... That's interesting, isn't it? Because I've just said the chorus sounds a bit empty to me. Imagine if Chad wasn't working that hard, what it would sound like. Yeah. I feel like Chad is going to have so much fun during the solo section of this song if they play it live, improvising and filling feel, and throwing feels all over the place. It's a joy to hear these three letting rip again. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's what one of the things I like about the song is the overall trajectory of it. It finishes on a, on a real high note and it finishes... It's going to be a good live track. Jack's lobbying for this to be played live. I would, at I this too. point, be disappointed, I think, if they played this live. I think there's, there's certainly better songs I would want to hear. Okay. Right, so you're, you're being slightly negative. I'm overall being very positive about this one. So, so far, I'm, I'm very positive. You've been very positive with a slight tinge of negativity at this point. What's the next tune? Next tune is It's Only Natural. And I'll tell you something. Shall I tell you something or shall I save it? Uh, no, tell me. This tune is fucking great. Okay. <laughs> well, as the rotation of the earth brings us naturally out of It's Only Natural, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. John Frusciante, John Anthony motherfucking Frusciante. I'll go further than that. John Anthony motherfucking Frusciante! Yes, please, Mater. That was wonderful. Yes. Best song so far. I agree. I agree. What a tune. I think there's a slight... I'll start with the one concern I have about it. Okay. And then I'll be overwhelmingly positive. Okay, fine. I feel that there is a slight discrepancy between the verses and the chorus, which I still am slightly struggling with. I could see that. I could see that by your body language. Hmm. What was I doing? Slumping every time the chorus came in? No, just just an air of uncertainty was sort of overcoming. An air of uncertainty was pervading the garage. That said, you know, I understand where you're coming from. I don't suffer from the same problem. No. Which is great for me. So I, I don't think I'd change anything about that song. If, if anything, I might make it slightly shorter. No, so you actually like the length, because I think that, that outro is perfect for the song. Okay. okay. I love it. I love the, the repeating, the, the delayed feedback mm. effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. beautifully controlled feedback that, that John's producing. And we've got some lovely backing vocals on this. Yeah, superb backing vocals. Uh, Jack, in his drum note, says there's a real hay vibe about it, and, and, and I agree with that. He's bringing up the fact that Chaz doing again one-handed 16th notes. The hi-hat's cutting through the mix so nicely. Uh, it, it, very nice groove throughout. This, this so far feels like the most complete song. Yeah, a lovely guitar solo. I love that break, that guitar break after I think the first chorus. Mm. Really a strong strip my mind 
yeah, vibes, right, like yeah, the guitar yeah. played through the modular synthesizer. And the swan is delivering here as well. The swan's great. The the, the timing of the verses is amazing. Flea's bass line is amazing. Yeah. Oh, the, the bass there is nothing I don't like about the song apart from my slight concern about that. <laughs> to move yeah. from first to chorus. Yeah. But no, Maybe the, he's moving from major to minor. This is without doubt. Will it be? Will it end up being vote, being voted the best song on the album? I don't know. I don't. No, I'm not. not it well, you know, for that we'd have to consult Miss uh, Voyant. Yes, uh, Claire. To, Claire. She's she's not here. No. At the moment, I I do have to say that this is the my favourite song on the album thus far. Certainly agree with you. Certainly agree. With what you. a tune! I mean, we're building nicely, aren't we? We really are building nicely. I mean, we are building something. Nice. Then I'm building a nice pile of empty beer cans. What are you building? I'm building a nice pile of empty beer cans. But I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it nicely. Yes, you are doing it nicely. I agree. And this album is coming to a steady boil, a rolling boil, if you will. So far, so very, very good, I would say, Ben. Okay, we've got one more song on block two. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's crack on with, I believe it's She's a Love next. She's a Lover. Great, yes. let's do it. Well, as we come torridly out of She's a Lover, Sam, thoughts? Ben. Yeah, yeah. Is that a sigh? Was that an exhalation of breath? Well, it was, but we've all got to breathe, man. Mm. You know, let me breathe. I mm, will. Let me live. <laughs> Please do. Um, was that an exhalation of breath? <laughs> <laughs> we've all got to breathe. Let me live. Please do. You're trying to kill me. Please do. Um, oh, you know, that was. It is. It's a, it's a different quality from the last song, I'll say that. Mm. But the last song was my favourite song on the album. Yeah. I think this... There's... I've got no problem with this. No, no. There's, this is... Ugh. Light and breezy? Yeah. I mean, it sounds... I think it sounds a bit like Hall of Notes, which is not necessarily a bad thing. No. But is... This is feeling like one of the most throwaway songs so far. And that's difficult to say because it is a good song. Yes, there's great thing. There's great things about it. I still, I still think I prefer this to Here Ever After. Okay, so okay. Well, this is initial responses, really, isn't it? It to, is. To you know, songs. we are in the very early the stages. The day after. I love the way it comes back in after the guitar solo. The way it kind of naturally melds together. Yeah, yeah. Lovely stuff from Flea. I think he's playing double stops on the chorus. Uh, Aiden will pick me up if that's not correct, but he's certainly playing more than one string. It really gives it a thick feel. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about I don't know about it. What it's... would you say if I did this? She's a lover. I'd, She's a lover. I, I'd look up Jack's drum notes whilst Sorry. you did it. Why wasn't this a single? Says Jack. This is very very classic Chad Smith. Basic solid beat, but the kick pattern is so misleading. The oh. kick. Oh, here we go. The kick is usually on one and three, but Chad is missing the kick on one and hitting it on the and of two. It gives the song a bounce, but it's driving the drummer in me a bit mental because it feels unnatural. Great playing, though. Yeah, yeah. That, Might be my favourite chorus in the whole album. The chorus is one of the best bits because again, we've got John we really got some going more for luscious it. John. Yeah. And what I would say is, last night I came away thinking, Johnny, Johnny, where are you? Tonight, I'm. I'm with the decent quality headphones. Yeah, and I've got a superb quality pair of headphones. You have. You've put me to shame. I mean, my headphones are decent. Mm, mine are superb. Yours are superb. You did steal them from your grandmother. Well, she, she gave them to me. She <laughs> well, them in a raffle. You she say gave them to she me. gave them to you. There's no proof of that. Well, no. They were hers, and now you've got them. That's right. So, I call theft, you call gift. So, uh, she's a lover by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I take, I'm digging it. No, overall, I'm digging it. 
I know I was a bit, you know, ooh, standoffish. A little bit woo, a little bit way. Yeah, but um, no, I think it's, it's hearts in the right place, and I think that goes a long way. Okay, what's our next tune then, Samuel? Next tune. I remember then. we will talk about these oh, in now much we're moving into better block detail. Three. Block three, lovely. Yeah, we will. We will go into our normal level of detail um, at a later date. At, at a later date, episode two hundred. Uh, these are the ways. Now, this song has had a lot of attention, um, for better or worse, and but for better, I think mainly. Certainly, it's gone up in our estimation. During the course of during today. During the course of today, yeah. Initially, well, let, let's... let's <laughs> yeah, let's, let's talk about it during the These of the Way section. Yes, the, uh, the beginning of block three. Make me a fist Purple Mountain Road that I can't miss Have we all had enough? Have we all had too much? Lost in a dream Step down from your bully machine. Can we all back it up? Can we all give it up?
Well, as we come out of these are the ways, if you can pass, can you pass me the uh, track listing there, please? I now? can, Ben, and I will. Here you go. Thank you. You're too kind. Most kind. As we come out of these are the ways, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Chad, the myth Smith, a man who has no drum kits left because he's eaten them all. He needs. He has to buy three drum kits a day, hmm? or four, in fact. One to play, three to eat. <laughs> That's right. What Luckily, a, he's a multi, multi, multi millionaire. Multi, multi millionaire. He could afford caviar from a tube. He can afford proper caviar. Ah, right. So yours wasn't proper caviar. Well, it was caviar, as far as I understand it's it. Just I, tube I, I know very little about caviar, but the only caviar that I've ever eaten was, as we've happened to come out of a tube whilst yeah. you were at your posh university. Well, I, it wasn't necessarily. I don't want you to. I don't want the fact that we were eating caviar out of a tube to <laughs> to paint a false picture of the rest of the my existence. No, no, no. I've, I've, I'm aware of some of your existence. You knew exactly what was going it wasn't on. All and posh. It, it certainly wasn't. So, Chad the Myth Smith, outrageously good in this song. I will, he's a man of power. Oh, he's a man of precision. I will touch upon precision. some of this. Jack has done epic notes on this one because there's so much to talk Let's about face it where song... the hell do you start with this one he said couldn't be simpler from chad during the verses which is ironic considering what's coming mm. the build-up section is technically technically the same as can't stop but with a lot more intensity and a lot more fills all over the place then he gives us timestamps, lists of things this is i may actually i mean he's referencing john bottom style triplets or flam on the snare Snare, does, rack, does, floor, does, kick, does Jack quick t- hi-hat stabs. Does Jack talk about the fact that uh, part of it is exactly the same as Brendan's death song? No, but I don't think it is exactly the same. I think it just puts us in mind of it, doesn't it? Some okay, of that well, that's that. fair enough. Uh, also, uh, Don't Be Late is uh, harks back to the getaway. Oh, I see what you're the, doing. The song. Uh, yeah, I see the you're song. comparing this to previous songs. Which... Well, I mean, because it, it, that Brendan's, you know, come get me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is that's blatant. Yeah, yeah, that does that does stick out. Yeah, and don't be late. It massively reminded me of the getaway. Um, overall, I'm not as positive on this song as I think a lot of people are. It's a melting pot. It's a stew. I don't know. I think it's such a disparity between the verses and the rest of the song. There's, don't get me wrong. There's amazing bits of this. The swan sounds yeah. incredible at certain bits. That the rising parts. John backing him up. Yeah. Huge power chord sections. <laughs> Had it on in the car earlier, and I, I do enjoy it. I do. I, oh, there's great bits to grow. it. It will there's grow. There's great bits to it. There's just, just a lot going it's on. It's just not what I was expecting. Let me put it that way. Yeah. However, your wife has said it's a grower for her. Yeah. Oh, it's growing Certainly on the me. Fir- the first it's time I heard it. since yesterday. Yeah, the first time I heard it, I was very dubious. Now I'm thinking a song with great parts. Yes. I'm hoping that as I listen to it more and more, those parts will coalesce into a, into a more cohesive whole. <laughs> wow. Okay. Great use of uh, gr- some good words there. Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, we've seen him perform it live, and that helps. Yeah, and I think the Swan did, <laughs> I think the Swan did it really well. Yeah. Go and watch that uh, On Top of the Roof version. Is that Fallon or Kimmel? I can't remember. Up on the, is that a song? Uh, yes, it's Up a Robson and Jones cover. Yeah, go and watch that. You will see the myth giving it absolutely everything. Oh yeah, I mean, myth-wise, got no problems. Mm. If anything, I'm worried about his kit. Well, he kicks the bass drum off. I know, and that was a lovely moment for Flea when he sort of stroked it and kissed yeah, it. Yeah, that's nice. That's just you know shows the the character of the man. It does, you know, he's a carer, a kisser, a, a stroker. 
A Joker? Dancing in the Sand? Very, very good. What's next? Because uh, we, we, this is really a whiz through. We can't get it is a whiz through. Down uh, so song. what we're saying is, there's definitely not my my favourite song on the album. Enjoyed it, you know. I do, I do enjoy it. I don't want, I don't want people to come away from this thinking that, you know, we don't like it. No, I, I enjoy a stew. Yeah, I, oh, so do I. What's your, what's your meat of choice in a stew? Yeah, it's always going to be a lamb, and I enjoy a bit of mint sauce in my lamb stews. Yeah, I just think lamb's the best meat. It doesn't matter what you do with it. Here's a here's a really good tip, if okay. you are making a lamb stew or any kind of stew really, okay. even if you don't like marmite, just pop in a little bit of marmite. Okay. It really thickens the flavour. Well, and for those who know about this, I would say possibly a, a couple of s- tablespoons of relly. Yeah, you're going to say uh, Henderson's, Henderson's relish. Henderson's relish. Yeah. Um, for for those normal people amongst us, that's uh, Worcester sauce. Well, no, Ben. I mean that is that's going to get you in more trouble is that- than us saying we don't we're not. 100% is it? Yes. Is it? Because Worcester sauce yeah. is not Henderson's relish. No, I know it's not. But Henderson's relish is the vegetarian option. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Is it? Yeah. Well, you, I mean, this is a can of worms. Anyway, if anyone knows... Well, it's a bottle of relly. Yeah, but it's not Worcester sauce. No, but it is basically Worcester sauce. It's just a vegetarian option. Is that true? Yes. Okay, well, I mean, I love, I love relly. I know you do. And I love sauce. <laughs> so, that was that. That now, was the sauce section. Yeah, the sauce debate. And now we move on to the second song. I've got in... a question. Oh, okay. What's you thinking? What? What's you thinking? Oh, that's the next song. Yes. Yes, yes. Well, I'll tell you what, brother. Brother Soul, brother Charmer. Oh. As we come out of what you think, you call me that. <laughs> I, I, I don't mind it, brother Charmer. Yeah, we come out of what you thinking. <laughs> what a tune! I mean, I have to say, as it started again, I was thinking it hadn't quite stuck in my mind from yesterday. Mm. What a screamer, motherfucker! Yeah, that is a tune. Yeah, what so, a tune. so I don't I like see... the spelling. No, not at all, because he doesn't really say that. Spell it properly. Chorus. What are you thinking? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but. What are Mother. What a tune. What a tune. Some um, great guitar work from John. I love that kind of digital sounding dropping line in the chorus. Some incredible uh, bass work from Flea. It's an inspired bass line. Swan sounds great. It's a really bouncy kind of line. It's one of those songs that sounds a bit like Look Around in the verses, but I can kind of give it a pass. We won't dwell on it. No. And uh, Jack says about about the myth... Straight out the gate, that kick drum is slapping you around the head. Which is legal. That snare is legal. That snare sounds so totally tuned too. Uh, I love this song, but it's not a whole lot going drum-wise. Here's a good bit. The Philip 246 leading into the solo is unbelievable. It's three blusters, the real name of the drum rudiment, in a row. I've only ever seen or heard him do this once before, and it was during Wet Sand Live. So pleased he's finally put it on rec- on the record. It's perfect leading into the solo. Three blusters. In a row. <laughs> Jack, Jack, is this That's, a wind-up? I mean, he, <laughs> he could put anything, uh, couldn't he? Uh, yeah, exactly. It's three wah-wah-hoos <laughs> in a row. It's a, it's a real drum turn. That's the most blushters, I think, three, isn't it? Well, I saw can... it once on Wet Sand Live. Yes, yes. He did three blushers. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, if you're winding us up, Jack, you're in big trouble. You're toying with us again. Nah. Okay. He, he, he taught it to me. 
Hit. He targeted me. <laughs> he did a dance. Of disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> okay, brilliant. That's Jack, you didn't taunt us, and you certainly didn't do a dance of disrespect. That's just one of our favourite quotes from Big, Big Brother, Brother Season in, 2. Yeah, in the early days. <laughs> like Big Brother. We just happened to watch that part. Yeah. Uh, no, what a tune, man. You I saw did. me moving. I did. did you see we both it? started moving. Man, yeah, you were moving like a man who was, for some reason, very cold. Yeah, bitterly cold. I was all over it. You certainly were. Great tune. Great oh, tune. Man, and that might move Overdub in... alert as well. Spot the overdub during the outro solo. The, the rhythm guitar part's playing in the left ear. That's, that's staking its claim to be best song on the album so really? far. Yes. What, a... what did I say was my favourite before that? Oh, it's only natural. Ah, they're very different. Oh, I don't know, man. They're joint. I'm going, I'm going it's only natural and what you're thinking is two, two favourites so far. Definitely. Okay. I'm, I'm probably with you. Okay. So what's next? What block are we on? Still on block three? Uh, next, and I, I, Ben, I will have to apologise for this. Oh, um, God. What are you going to say? <laughs> next is Bastards of Light. Ah, fine. And I know that you don't like swearing. I certainly don't. And so, my memory of this last night is... Oh, that you were very emotional. It's not one of my favourites. You were then, most. Then I look at what's coming up and think, I think we've got some, some big boys coming up. Oh, we have, we've got the biggest of all the boys coming up. Well, as I come fatherless out of Bastards of Light, is it Bastard or Bastards? Bastards. There's a lot to love about that song. A lot to love about that song. A lot to like about it. Some lovely Frusciante stuff, some lovely guitar, lovely to hear the acoustic guitar, some great work from the Swan. I think he probably, on the choruses on this song, sounds as good as anything else on the album. Yeah. I'll get to where I struggle with it. Do you want to give me your initials? I'm fully on board with it. I think it's a great track. What do you make of the... Well, the middle, for one. Do you think that goes a little bit funny in the middle? No, I like it. I, I think it's um, it's a bit of a jolt to the system, but I think it's... it's. But, but is that... A, how's that okay, if it's a jolt to the system? It's because jolt. it jolts in, then it jolts you out, and it goes back to the song it was with... A, to my ear, at this moment, on day two... Yes. A completely no, unrelated I accepted part it immediately. I accepted it you immediately. Did. You did. Fair enough. I was able to process it um, and accept well, it as, as we and appreciate it. As we discussed, it does take me longer to process these things. Well, it does. Um, I said straight away, it reminded me a little bit of, of latter or sort of use your illusion era Guns N' Roses. It's got that country feel, uh, but then it's also got that massive jolt in the middle, which is something that GNR were capable of doing at that time. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't get that at all. No. But wasn't it weird that when we were playing some of the stuff from the Fonda earlier on, uh, November Rain, November Rain just tracked straight yeah. after it. And yes, I think this song is, is fantastic. And actually, what I would say, from yesterday's listens through the soundbar, which is, you know, it's a decent speaker, but you do get a, ho- a whole new appreciation of, of these songs through good quality headphones. And we, we, you know, we are the endorsers of, qu- of good quality headphones. When you said we were listening through a soundbar, I was pleased to be with you and your wife. Yeah, and it was a social occasion. I knew I was going to miss what, what I like, which yeah. is kind of pulling apart where things are happening, how they're happening in the headspace. And exactly what is happening. Because... You do, you do, you do, you do miss. You miss the, a lot. the finer details. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Certainly on a soundbar because the, the sound separation is not huge. No, but as you say, it was as it, well as I said. In fact, it was a social occasion. It was 
It was great fun. Pleasure. Yeah, it was a pleasure. That hands, 44 years old and I can still do a handstand. Yes. Well, with me holding you up. Yeah, and I couldn't really straighten my arms and then I fell over. Yeah. But I got up there. Yes, you did. You did. And uh, what, what a nice it was. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, Bastards of Light, again, I'm on board with it. I, I, I think struggle. Here's, the point where I struggle is on that lovely, melodic, beautifully backed chorus, the yeah. repeated use of the word bastard, I think, is a bit odd. Well, I think that's because traditionally, you know... I, I, you, I struggle with it. We've been brought up to associate the word bastard with a certain amount of negativity. That's something I've, I've shrugged off now. Okay. I mean, maybe there is a reason... Do you think it's a swear word? No, it's not. It's, it, it is a descriptive word for somebody who doesn't have a father. Yeah. But it's just a weird word to repeatedly say, I think. Well, yeah, I'd agree with you on that, but it doesn't it doesn't affect my ability to enjoy the song. Yeah, Do it's we? just ma- it's marriage, isn't it? It's marriage, not fatherless. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're not married. Well, I, well, without looking it up, well, we no, will... no, that's what it is. Right. Well, I'm going to look it up. Oh uh, my god, you'll be shocked. Oh, in, oh Colin's English. Okay, Colin's English. Can't argue with that. Oh, I've got to accept all the cookies. An insulting word. Uh, yeah, you see. Give me the actual bloody. That's where you've come across the it, meaning. If I said, "All right, okay, you're quite right." A bastard is a person whose parents were not married to each other at the time that he or she was born. Yeah, there you go. So it's marriage. Example: person. King Arthur's bastard son, Mordred. All right, what's next? Are we moving <laughs> on to the next block? <laughs> yeah, good. Right, bastards like I'm on board with it. Great song. Okay. Okay. Well, as we come out of uh, white braids and pillow chair. I think this is a absolutely beautiful song. And a beautiful I, little number. When I first listened to it, I was thinking, and I said this last night after, after the first listen, I was thinking, just don't bugger this up. Yes, you did say that, Ben. And I'm still slightly struggling to get on board with the ending, which, whilst nice, yes. I, I don't, I'm not sure about it. I'm not sure... Uh, I don't know. I think I think the first two thirds of the song is a wonderful, probably my favourite bit of the album. Yes. And then you've got this kind of galloping beat as we leave. Now I'm going to see. What, Are you anti-horse then? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that what's that's finally, what's finally <laughs> finally come, been revealed. come to the fore? Yeah. Come. This guy is anti-equine. Lives in the new forest, but will will not get on Despises board. Despises ponies. No, ponies are fine. Okay. Well, they're New Forest ponies, aren't they? Yeah. And those very short ponies that we see about. Oh, they're nice, aren't they? Yeah. Short of leg. Long of... uh, of Anyway, no, we won't. (laughs) Jack says, more hay vibes here, and he's absolutely right. What I really like here with the guitar line is the fact it starts descending slightly before you think it's going to. Always kind of catching you off guard. Yeah. But a really lovely, a lovely line. Yes, um, yes. Carry on, please. Jack says the kick pattern is matching perfectly with what Flea is playing, and considering how staccato the melody is, the kick pedal is getting another strong workout. Kit sounds nice and tight. Love at the end of the four bar turnaround had Chad accents some open hi hats and not heavy cymbal hit. Always, this is lovely. Always playing for the song and building up tension, switching to the ride for the chorus. This is what we said earlier. The ride sounding big, big. I wonder if Chad used a particularly bigger and brighter ride than usual for this song. He really couldn't be playing a simpler beat during the chorus, kick on one and three, snare hits in between, truly playing for the song. Now, let's get into the, uh, the outro. Yes, well, as we say, it's pony-based. No, horse-based. I like ponies. 
horse. I like horses. Don't I like Dick Francis? Yeah, so do I. God rest his soul. Favorite Dick Francis book? The Danger. The Nerve. For me, it's not the nerve. It's just <laughs> simply called nerve. <laughs> I, as we, I think we've touched on this before, but I can quote you the opening line of the danger, and I can quote the opening line from nerve, which I will do now in a deep voice. What nerve or the danger? The danger. Okay. It had been a god awful day in Bologna. Is that it? Yeah. Ah, oh, cool. What's your? Uh, what I said was a lie. Oh, yeah, oh, it was, okay. It was, it was, it so the two he percent. says he likes horses, and yet he can't, <laughs> he can't, he quote, can't quote the, the first line, line of Nerf of by Nerf, Dick Francis. Written in 1966. This guy is a charlatan. Get rid of him. Keep him. You've got to keep me, because I've, I've got, got to, to literally you. do everything. You, you, you're very I do right. everything apart from making the noises that come out of your mouth. Well, and posting off the coasters. Yeah, that's true. You finally got new responsibility. And uh, doing some of the other things that I do that go un- unnoticed. Which bits are they? Well, I don't want to... Uh, right, no, not on that. Not on that. I don't want to shine a light on them. No, of course. The outro. Nice build-up on the floor from some 220. Then we're into what I've called the fairground beat section. Mm. This is the galloping beat. This is the horses, yeah. The beat sounds straight out of a Beach Boy song. It's played between the ride snare the ride snare and kit. Kick? Kick. This, this, is, a man, this is a man changed. now who's, who's had a few beers. No, but the ride is very small, Sam. The production has changed the sound of the entire kit. It sounds like a small jazz kit. That's interesting. Well, I said that earlier, didn't I? Has Chad got bigger or is he playing a smaller kit? Wait, A, he's bigger. So he's now... Not, not no, no, no. He's actually, I lie. It's another one of the 2%. Chad and Flea are both now playing smaller instruments. Flea is playing that little miniature piano and Chad's playing a desk kit. Yeah, he's playing a, a, desk a, finger, kit. a, finger, a finger kit. kit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, can outro. you imagine what he'd do to a finger kit? It's like tapassing. You'll have for like five finger kits on a small plate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Five finger kits with, with chorizo. Five pounds a plate. Five yeah. finger kits on a plate. Yeah. Fried, deep fried finger kits. Yeah. And maybe a, a battered finger kit. <laughs> yeah. I'll have, yeah, I'll, have the, I'll have the deep fried finger kit, the battered finger kit, uh, the finger kit in lemon and honey sauce. And the finger kit where the skin's a ham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so they bring them out. He absolutely devours them. And then for a main course, he has, of course, a uh, full-size drum kit, medium rare. <laughs> yeah, that's right. How do you cook a drum kit? <laughs> you, Can you fingerprint a sausage? Let's, what's next? We must move past this lie. <laughs> <laughs> next. Uh, I don't know where's, where's the thing gone? It's completely We've lost sad. the uh, box. <laughs> We've lost everything that we know and love. Hang on, I can still do it, Ben. I can still do it. Lost the sleeve. So we've just had... White braids. White braids and pillow chair, which leads us into one-way traffic. Ooh, can't wait to drive my car. Which I have a feeling might be a skippable throwaway. Yeah. But let's find out. As we come... Slowly. Speeding. Out of that traffic jam? It's one-way traffic. Ah, it's true. But I do have a serious question for you. Okay. Would you be my traffic jam? Certainly not. <laughs> what does it mean? Okay, this is, in my mind, before we had that listen, this was more throwaway than it actually turns out to be. This, I mean, if, tele- if, if, if I was asked to throw away my television or this song... It would be this song. <laughs> it's not even close. It's, but it's, it's got great bits. It's got a killer breakdown in the middle. Very 70s, very Led Zeppelin. Interesting outro. Great bass all ah, through. the 70s Please. were a win... Singing the, the yeah, Led, Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Yes, exactly. 
Uh, you've got Flea playing a, a lead bass towards the end. Again, it goes on a little bit too long. And Flea said on the WTF podcast that lead bass wasn't his forte. He's having a laugh, isn't he? He didn't seem to be. He seemed to be deadly serious. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, a wiser man than us. Mm. Who? Uh, Who? Aiden. Oh, yes, sure. Uh, um, <laughs> said that this album was a couple of songs too long. Yeah, this is one of them. It's a good B-side, nah, get but it, it doesn't need to be on the album. Get it, get it off. At one point, and it, me and Anna both picked up on this last night, this is a, a, an absolute rip-off of Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. Did you? Well, he did. I can remember it now. Yes. And when, every time I hear it, I go for that little drive. You do, which is fantastic. I mean, we, we've had great fun with it. Yeah. You know, throwaway fun. <laughs> throwaway your television. <laughs> yeah. At worst. But this This is without doubt... So far, the worst song on the album. Yeah, there's not... Cut it, cut it. Really? Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. So, I didn't pick up on the Lady Gaga. Oh, mate, do you know Bad Romance by Lady Gaga? Not really. Yeah, you do. Better, 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 bad romance. Oh, yeah, okay. Also, this is another one that sounds like Look Around. Yeah. Please don't look right through me. We'll listen to that again in a minute. No, we won't. No, okay, fine. But there's a blatant bad romance moment in there. Uh, Cut it, cut it, cut it. And when I speak to them Mm. about this on the podcast later in time, I will say to them, cut it, cut it, cut it. The word on the street is cut it. Mm. What's next? Are we going to move on to another section? uh, Or did we move on to another section? This is section four. Oh, now we're moving on to section four with Veronica. Yes. Veronica. Okay, great. Let's... So, yes, we, we, we'll move on. We're, you know, our chins are up. We haven't been brought down too much by one-way traffic. Well, I quite enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you like it. Um, but you're a simple man. Simple man, simple pleasures. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, I, you know, I, I can listen to it and do some driving and things, and that's fine. But, but cut it, cut, cut it, it, cut, cut it. it. My name is Veronica. I come from the south side of Chicago Remember my raincoat We love you the same way My life is a rope swing Always heading back to from where I came Got no need to blame
crooked eyes could hardly conceal. Tell me one time and bring me my tray. Oh, let it go. And now I must pray. Let's pray. Okay, as we come out of Veronica, what a song. My name is Veronica. What a beautiful series of vignettes. What a served up on a bed of serious commitment. Absolutely, and lettuce. <laughs> yes. I will get out of the way the bit I'm not so keen on because there's so much of this song I absolutely adore. Yes. The transition between the chorus, the verse and the chorus, I find slightly jarring. It's not the first time that I've said this about this album. Ben, I will agree with you on this because the transitions that you struggled with earlier, I was able to stomach more easily. But this is a serious problem. Really? Is it that serious for you? Because I was just starting to... It's more serious here than it was on the previous song that you struggled with. I was glancing through Jack's notes then, and then all of a sudden it became clear that you've got a real issue. I find the transitions overly jarring. Uh, but that said, once the song beds in later on, we're in for a hell of a ride. So can I overlook it and will I be able to overlook it long term? Yes, I think I will. Great news. At the moment, am I struggling? Yes, I am. Okay, not so good. Jack says, despite this song constantly switching from 4-4 to 6-8, Chad's playing is fairly simple. I really feel that this is a song for the swan. A swan song, if you will. That's lovely. That's absolutely lovely. Anthony's lyrics really shine, and John's backing vocals are heavenly as always. I've seen people compare the outro to She's So Heavy by the Beatles. I can see that. Interesting. Yeah, I can see that as well. It also sounds like um, Death of Martian and Even You Brutus. Okay. I think we know which band had the better drummer, though. Mm, we do. Yes. Well, of course, there's the famous saying that's... Ringo Starr wasn't even the best drummer. From the Beatles. Beatles. (laughs) (laughs) I do, on that listen. Yes. On the line. Based on that. My name is I Love You. My name is I Love You. A single tear appeared in my eye. Did it? I wept. Fucking hell. I know. I love that line. I love that line. I love so much of this song. Yes, it's a great song. Of course, the transitions are something that we're all going to have to learn to love. But Learn to love again by extreme? Yes, indeed, yes. Um, I think we will, and I'm committed to doing so. So, therefore, I think this song... This is the commitment of the podcast. It's the commitment that I, you know, I I put this forward to you and everyone who's listening. I had the, my commitment is 100%. I had a singular experience when I, on my first listen of this song. As you know, you have a light in your lounge that casts four beams in different directions. I am aware of that. I focused on that light for the entire song. And it started to morph in front of my eyes. I was taken away somewhere spiritually. Maybe like John Frusciante was. Yes, I mean, spiritually, you were taken away. Mm, maybe like John Frusciante was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, what's a song? It... It's a, it's a belter. It, it sits nicely. 
within the overall landscape of the album. Yeah, That's it does. That's the saying actually. I've come up with in the last 24 mm. hours. The architecture, yes. the geography, the topography. I, I mean, I'm certainly not an architect. That's no. not something I would ever claim. George Costanza wanted to be, but he wasn't. No. So, Veronica, yes. George Costanza, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as we weepingly come out of Let Them Cry, I didn't think that one was going to sit so well with me, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, Ben. Um, you were moving and grooving. I was, but if I'm cutting two songs off this off this second half, right, that's one of them. Yeah, get rid of it. Um, uh, but I, you saw me. I enjoyed it. Yeah, you did. It's, but for me, that would be an absolutely cracking B-side. Yeah, 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 I, I agree. Uh, a couple of points to make. I love the natural fade-out, the way the band themselves fade out at the end. Reminds me of Ethiopia. Yes. The song, not the country. In many ways. And the solo that John plays, there is a line, there's a, there's a little lick, a descending line that is, sounds straight out of another song from Stadium. I think it's Warlocks. Uh, so listen to Warlocks solo, listen to that solo, see if I'm right. It could, it could well be. Could I mean, well be. it's a, it's a groovy little number. It's, it's a, it's a great track. It's uplifting. Yeah, well, you said it's uplifting. Interestingly, there's a lot of upbeat work from John playing on the upstroke, yes, which kind of gets you. It gets you bouncing, lifting up. It? Yeah. Let's see if um, naturally, naturally. Well, Jack says the soundtrack to our summer. No question mark. Yes, it could well be Jack, and I, I do agree with that. He just said you cut it. Yeah, I would. I would cut this. <laughs> but but only because it, again this is a song what did I say last night Ollie Murs yeah he did yeah I, I, out of context you kept saying Ollie Murs yeah well yeah no, that's just me yeah he says that a lot <laughs> yeah but you know this again it's not it's not a typical Chili's is it I, I like it don't get me wrong I'm not you know I'm not searching for Jack, uh, Jack makes the point that the, the, the myth is playing for the song. I think they're all playing for the song. It's a nice playing from, oh, from John. You've got some nice, lovely little bubbly bass line from Flea. Good work from Swan, but I agree. If you're going to cut two from the second half, this is Slash probably it. Yeah. Slash it. Uh, but it is good. Slash it. <laughs> <laughs> Slash it with, you know, with some reservation. Yeah. It got me moving. Well, as we step lightly out of the heavy wing... Samuel D. Townsend, what do you make of that? Ben, I don't know where to start, really. It's, um, we, we didn't think that we would experience that John Shante being in the Red Hot Chili Peppers again. We certainly didn't. Let alone a song like that. It's, yes, it's a song, I mean... I was almost in tears there listening to that. Wow. I mean, I did cry during one of the songs, so I'm one up on you. It's a song, yeah. It's a song where I think Anthony shines. Yeah, I mean, he sounds fantastic. Mm. Is this the most important song on the album? Yes, I think it is. Justified. I don't want to jump on the bandwagon because I know it's received a lot of, you know positive reactions 
it's it's epic. The Swan sounds brilliant. You've got John John taking lead vocal. Ah, oh, that's great. If you'd said to me hmm. ten years ago there hmm. would be a there there will one day be another Red Hot Chili Peppers song where John Fashante takes lead vocal. Hmm. I'd have laughed you out of town. Yeah, and if you'd have said ten years ago there will be a time that we'll be sat in a sub zero garage talking about John Fashante taking lead vocal on a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. You'd have laughed me out of town. Yeah, I mean, we'd have been, both been out of town because we've loved each other out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're well, both, at least we're, we're both now together. on the outskirts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we we'll take our recording gear. Laughing. From there. Laughing all the way. <laughs> yeah. What, I mean, what? I know I, I feel deeply emotional about this song. What do you feel about it? I think it's probably going to be the new wet sound when it comes to the polls. I... You've got your doubts. I'm not 100% as on board as everybody else seems to be. I think the swan sounds great. I love Flea is keeping it kind of low and, and doing some really good hard work and then coming coming through and flicking out quite high sometimes and really popping through. Chats. I could almost do with another another ver- another verse. Yeah. I, I, Just to hear possibly. the swan sounding that good again. Yeah. I mean, this is going to go... When they play this live, I'm going to go absolutely nuts. I can't wait for it. I know you don't like the the plinky plant. No, it's ridiculous. In fact, what I would like someone to do, someone who is more skilled in editing than me, is cut out that plinky plonk. It's com- it, it's not a song... Just go into the... I, I'm on board it's, with you now. It's crazy. I, I'm not ultimately negative about it. It's crazy. There's absolutely yeah. no reason for it. No. It's so incongruous. Just go into the solo earlier. Yeah. Well, just miss out the plinky plonky. Do a bit more solo. Yeah. yeah. So, someone listening, please uh, do that for me. Cut out that ridiculous part of the song, and then send it over, and I'll put that in my playlist. But yes, I mean, ultimately, this is a serious bit of songwriting. It's a serious bit of kit. Yeah, it is. It, it is, and I absolutely adore. It. I will go to bed tonight listening to this again. Naked? Uh, no, I don't sleep naked. Hmm. No, but normally when you listen to stuff, you're naked and drunk. No, once. That <laughs> but you're drunk. I'm drunk, but I, as you can see, I'm not naked. No, couldn't afford to be in this car. You should turn into a popsicle. <laughs> and that's an American term for an ice lolly. Well, of course, we are, we are multinational. Hmm. So we eat popsicles and yet we drink ice lollies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good tune. No doubt about that. Yes, no, it's exceptional. It's Let, let's see what the man in South yeah, Shields what does, has got to say. What does Jack make of this shit? Our man in. Oh, hello. Hello, nurse. Hmm. He's not a nurse. No, he's not. Who is? Nurses. Chad accents his side stick snare hits and his kick drum with the accents in the intro riff. Classic Chad. Yeah, what we haven't mentioned is it's got a slightly interesting... Intro. Uh, well, I don't it gets like into the intro song. either. Fuck the intro off. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stand this bloody song. No, I no, I don't like the intro. I don't. Mind, it's not that I don't like the intro, but it doesn't really fit with the rest of the song. No, it doesn't. So fuck that off, and then get rid of that plinky plonk, and we've got a masterpiece on our hands. Then we're into a big drum sound. It reminds me of Brendan's death song. Constant kick drum pumping away, and Chad going around the toms, building an atmosphere and tension. Yes, I completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Amazing how... Atmosphere and tension, yeah. two great words. Yeah. And when you combine that with the swan, what you've got here is something absolutely great. That's why I want, I want one more of that. 
He switches to the ride for the pre-chorus and again is keeping a light on the ride. Really unusual ride playing for Chad throughout this album. Not as bad, it's just not his usual style. And Jax talks about this throughout the notes, that the, the myth is playing the ride more. He's on the bed of the ride sometimes. We've all been on the bed of the ride, of course, and it's a great place to be. 128, the mother of all fast snare rolls. It comes out of nowhere and kicks you right in the nuts. Ooh, ouch. That's legal. No, that's legal. That is legal. No, you're quite right. A lot of what Jack's talking about is legal. Well, Chad, the thing about Chad is he knows the, he, he, he walks he knows the boundaries of the law. Yeah, he walks Yes, he skirts line. close, hmm. but ultimately he is a, ma- he, he is a man who he's, respects the law. He's a law-abiding man. He is. Chad okay. smashes the rise cymbal and accents the massive chord changes by hitting the crash cymbals. There's some huge drum fills in the chorus section. They're long fills, but fairly basic. They'll get more intense and complicated as the song goes on. I love the Tom crash, the Tom slash crash symbol fill at 208, which leads nicely back into the Tom fill verse. 344, here we go. Hang on, there's two more blushters for you. He's full of them now. Blushters? Yeah. Two, yeah, but of course the maximum you can do is three. Yeah, and he's maxed out with the three. I, I might have to ask Jack to do a little video where he shows us a blushter. Mm, I'd love to see it. And again, Jack, if you put on a load for that word, you're in big He's done it. Well, now, trouble. Now, now, now that we've heard it again, I'm more inclined to believe it. Yeah. Or he could just be doubling down. Because like, if I told out. you something was true, mm. and then later on just dropped it into the conversation again. If you're, if, you're, if you're cunning, yeah, that's what you would do. Exactly. Okay, I don't believe it at all. <laughs> now I just believe that Jack is cunning. Jack says... Again, I can't wait to see this one live. Lots of oh, crazy fills and crazy galah. Big tune. Big tune. Imagine this live. I mean, can you imagine what I'll be doing? I'll be on my knees. Well, I'll be stood up so I can see it. I won't. I'll be down. Down. Down in the dirt. Deep. Down in a hole. Deep, deep down. Alison deeper Jones. and down. Is that a... Down, down. Deeper and down. Yeah, and guess where I'll be? A deeply dip about the way you walk. Come Sing on. a contact spot. Yeah. Let the neighbours talk deeply. Dippy, I'm your Superman. I'll explain. You're my lowest lane. Oh, my love. I can't make head nor tail of passion. No, my love. Let's set sail for seas of passion now. Etc. <laughs> He's off. Okay. So oh, I was, was going to do the trumpets then. Go on then. Okay. You <laughs> sound like a horse. That's not a trumpet. Well, like, that was a pony, actually. It was. And I'm famously pro-pony. <laughs> so right. let's move on to Tangelo. Uh, yes. A mixture of, uh, yeah. we decided last night, tangerine. Uh, tangerine and other, it's not specified, is it? But it's definitely tangerine. Is it? Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a basically a hybrid fruit. Cool, a hybrid citrus. You, of course, initially thought it was a shampoo. <laughs> well, he talks about smelling the hair. Yes. So you were absolutely sure that Tangelo was a, a brand of shampoo. And Turns out it's a hybrid citrus fruit. I myself am a hybrid fruit. <laughs> well, as we come out of Tangelo, Sam simply said, wow. And of course, it wasn't, well, it's a shampoo. Who knows? It's not the smell of the hair. It's the smell of the hello. Yes. So shampoo or not, this must be doesn't matter now. It doesn't matter now. 
What a lovely little song. Gives the swan's room, the swan's voice, room to really express himself. Yeah. Lovely notes, lovely low notes. Uh, The beautiful guitar playing from John. Lovely subtle bass work from Flea. The subtle, the supple wrist. Yes. Uh, it's it's absolutely beautiful. But there's there, quite often with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, when John and Anthony get intimate, okay, we get some of the best work. Yeah, and this is this is gorgeous. So what we're we talking about? I could have lied. Road tripping. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Is this? It's akin to road tripping. Well, is it's it, the last song. Is it? Is it better? It's lovely. I, I'm not going to say if it's better or worse. So ask me if it's worse. Is it worse? No. Is it better? No. Okay, so you, you're, you are Switzerland. At the beginning of... When we started listening to that, I, I would have said absolutely it's not better than road tripping. Tripping. Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, well, no, you can't just say whatever. Okay, it's not better than road tripping. Okay, that's fine. You can't go road tripping, road tripping, road tripping. Okay, whatever. Okay. okay. It, I think it's better than Scar Sausage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I see what you've done. At the beginning of that, I, I, I said to myself, is this better than road tripping? Hmm. Well done. Apostrophe. And I said, no. Okay. By the end of it, I was almost teased into a state of sensory delight. <laughs> Jeepers creepers, were you? <laughs> and therefore, I could have been tricked into saying yes it is better than road tripping Hmm. i'm still not 100 percent sure whether it is or not i I now thinking about it just that just put my mind into the road tripping space Mm. they're they're different songs Mm. road tripping is the more uh involved song it's got a lot more going on yes this is just a lovely gentle i think i know the answer it's a payon yeah, it's it's not better than road tripping. Okay, so we've got that. But it's lovely. It's lovely, and it's a, a suitable ending. Mm. It's always nice to just bring it down. Well, a is this bit a red hot chili peppers thing? Well, let's think of, you know, let's think of blood sugar. Okay, they ended it on a bit of a jokey track, but it was acoustic. You know, yeah, it was. Cali, of course. Well, we mustn't forget one heart. I was just talking about Frusciante. Well, we're talking about everything. Well, one heart ended on uh, transcending, didn't it? Yeah, but that's not and that's not a teasingly acoustic track. So <laughs> it's not. We must discount that. Cali on road tripping. Yeah. Okay, he's got that. Um, um, by the way, he finishes with uh, Venice Queen. Yeah, which is not, not a teasingly, teasingly evocative acoustic. No. no. Uh, stadium with, of course. Whatever that feels Even you, Brutus. Uh, no, 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 Oh, what a revealing thing. <laughs> no. What a well, reveal. Look, look. They're both... They're both amongst, they both finish the same. They're both amongst <laughs> my favourite songs. Yeah. And they both no, the Death of a Marcion. Yeah. yeah. Which is... Teasingly evocative. Not teasingly evocative. <laughs> it's, not, it's not. Okay. So, okay. So, let's talk about the teasingly evocative acoustic finishers. We have been for the past five minutes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's those two. Yeah. So, where do you stand? Right now, I've just come out of Tangelo. I love it. I love road tripping, so. You're... Switzerland. Yes, okay. Yeah, they're both brilliant. It 
Should it have finished on the heavy wing? No. No, absolutely not. I love ending on a, a teaser and evocative acoustic number. <laughs> okay, yeah, I do too. So that's good. And uh, do you think they did that because we are now saying that we agree with it? or Yeah, I think they saw what was coming. Yeah, yeah. So let's wrap it up then, shall we? Let's wrap it up like a, a good old-fashioned Christmas present. You're down straight there. We're going for socials. Out of the blue and into the socials, we come. A reference to 1996, of course, which many people will not understand, but I'm sure you do. I certainly do. Let's talk about... I'll sing it. Sit right in your place. Time to change your mind before you take to the start of the race. Take the time to sit and think. Time to change your mind before you look for the missing link. Sit and count and play and save it for another day. Save it for tomorrow, cause there's nothing here this way. Look in the mirror. What do you see? Get nothing for nothing. Nothing for me. Yeah, Nothing For Me by Insidious, my college band. Lovely stuff. Great track. I've been a superb track. It was a track. It was a track. It still is a track. If you would like to see where this nonsense is hosted or hear about more about Insidious, my college band, go to bentownsandmusic.net. You'll find lots about this podcast, but nothing about Insidious. No. But you will find some stuff about my solo work, so that's conceivably interesting. It is. I must say it is. And what I would say also is... If you're interested in finding out more about where this is actually f- recorded, email me and I can give you a guided tour of the garage. Well, what's your email address? It's www. Is it? Of course it's not. <laughs> it's at... Uh, what is that, it? That's Stack Townsend. <laughs> Stack Townsend <laughs> at yahoo.co.uk. If you want to email in to become an ambassador to this podcast, it's bentownsendmusic at hotmail.com. I am on Twitter, ha- uh, at universe- University RHCP. Sam, on Twitter you are? Stack Townsend. On Insta, I am Insta. No, I'm not. I'm University Speaking RHCP underscore pod. And I'm not on Insta. No, he refuses to go. And we were on Reddit, but it never really went anywhere, did it? Hey, look, if you're serious about us, email us or uh, yeah. tweet us. All right, what are we going to sing out with? Another Insidious song. Well, no, I reckon, uh, you know, we were getting serious about Layla earlier, weren't we? So We've done that. Oh, you don't want to do it again? No. <laughs> okay, you choose. Boom, boom, boom. 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 Boom, we're gone. <laughs>
Cracked up 